Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods moving in storage studio, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Give us a buzz at 888-825-5225. I'm John Deloney, joined here by my good friend Jade Warshaw, and we're here to burn this thing to the ground. Come on, John. I hope y'all are doing well. 888-825-5225. Taking your calls on life, money, all of it. There's been a lot of buzz about getting you, you, you and I on the show together, so I'm excited for it. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for it. This is the next decade or so. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Pure pandemonium, John. I can't wait. Let's go to Jennifer <laughs> in uh, the BCC in British Columbia. What's up, Jennifer? Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call, you guys. Of course. Thanks for calling. What's up? I'm calling because um, right now I'm just going through a trying time in my relationship. Uh, my fiance and I purchased a house last year um, and... I just needed help getting on board with paying bills um, as well as just pretty much paying the bills. And I, I'm currently on maternity leave, and I was wondering if I should come off of maternity leave um, to double our income so that we're able to pay off our bills faster. What's beneath – money's a part of this. There's What else is happening? I think it's also a communication problem. What's happening is that my parents have been very – helpful to us so i think what happens is along with the bills um that they kind of rely on me so if everything is not paid my parents will pay for it and i'm just in a stage of my life where i kind of want to stand on my own and not really have so much help from my parents and i'm just trying to get my partner on board well my fiance on board so that we could crush our like financial debts together so he's resting on the laurels of your parents being the safety net. Am I am I gathering that correctly? Pretty much. I I have a big problem with this. Yeah, the whole thing sounds like a mess. I have a I have a big problem. You're you're pregnant. How far along are you? No, I'm on maternity leave. Oh, you're on leave. Um, okay. Baby, yeah, she's currently five months right five now. Months. Um so here in Canada we get like a year. Mm-hmm. Um so right now I'm just making 80% of my income from my job. Uh-huh. But if I go back to taking contracts and coming off of maternity leave, I could make 100% or plus. What's so he making? We're not in a deficit. Um, a month. Uh, pure, like if he, you're at 80% of your income, is he at 100% of his? And what does he, that mean? He's at, he's at 100% of his. And how much is that? Um, a month he brings home after taxes. Uh, roughly $4,000. What problem are you trying to solve, Jennifer? I can't tell if I'm you're, you're married. I mean, you're not married, but I can't tell if your relationship has fallen apart, if y'all are in the hole it's financially. Both. What's what's happening? It's both. Because I don't know another 20% is going to change your life much. Um. I agree, but I think it's just a miscommunication between us, and I think because I'm totally Dave Ramsey and he's not, it makes things a lot hard. If I say, let's create a budget, let's do this together, he's just like, oh, it's okay, we'll work things out. So that's a foundational thing, you know, um, you've got to be able to work together, and this is a really strong indicator that this is not going to just come up in finances, this is going to come up in so many other areas of your life. 
and you got to be able to work together. Why is he so dismissive of your needs? I think because he knows that like we have a safety net. I think. But no, 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 no. That's different here. than that's that's financial, right? That's that's financial. When you say I want this or I need this, and he's like, I don't care. Why is he so dismissive? I'm not sure, to be honest. Hmm. I think you guys have got some some real work to do, some real digging to do. I, hey, can I just be honest with you? If it were me, this would be a major, major red flag. And I know you've got a kid with this dude now, but this is this is a problem. And what John is getting at is that it's far deeper than money. And I agree with him wholeheartedly. Now on the phone today... I'm happy to help you with with the money stuff, but please, please don't let that make you feel like it's solved. Okay? Do we agree? If if I help you with the money, if if I help you with the money stuff, we know the relationship stuff is not solved. Okay? Yeah. So so give me give me a couple of numbers so I can give you give you a jump off point here. Okay. So what kind of debt do you guys have? Um. We have, like, obviously our mortgage, and then we owe about $40,000 to our line of credit. Okay. Is that credit cards or it's a a HELOC? What kind of line of credit? Um, It's just um, a credit card. Okay. Anything else? No. That's it? No cars? No student loans? No, no. Okay. Definitely in those kind of aspects. And so you said you're at 80% of your income. How much is that a month? Um, right now, I bring in about 45. 45? So you guys are about 8500 8, a month? Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. You do need to get on a budget. You know that. So let's start budgeting because here's, here's the thing. You're not married. So you're well within your means to do your finances on your own. He's just your fiance at this point. Uh, whether you go forward on to marriage is one thing. But right now, you... Jennifer need to get on a budget with your $4,500 a month. And if I'm you, I'm not going to depend on his money like that. If he wants to put money towards paying for the kid, that's fine. But pay off your debt. Don't pay off his debt. So how much of that 40 k is yours and how much of it is his? Um, it's both of ours. It's joint. No, it's not. Oh, it, it is. It's a joint like credit card that we have to oh. make purchases for a house okay so right from this day forward keep those finances separate okay because i don't like how this looks going forward for you and i don't want you to continue to get deeper and deeper in shared finances with someone who that you're not married to because this could get real messy real fast am i right john it already is i want <clears throat> remember this line jennifer behavior is a language and without using words, your husband is telling you he has no, I mean, your fiance is telling you, I've got no interest in partnering with you on this deal. I have no interest in creating a life together with you. We do have a kid. Congratulations to us. But I've got no interest in anything other than what I'm interested in. And if you're my sister, if you're my daughter, I'm telling you to get away from that guy. And... Um, I'm telling you as your friend, be as open and honest about what you need. And so instead of sitting down and saying, hey, I wanted, we, we need to do the Dave Ramsey plan. Say, fiance, I'm scared to death and I can't breathe. We have a new baby. 
I'm scared to death owing $40,000. I'm sick and tired of calling my mommy and my daddy to come bail us out. It's time for me to be an adult, and I want to invite you to be an adult with me. And maybe for the first time, he'll hear it because you're going to be honest and open for the first time, too. This is not a money issue. This is a relationship issue. Let's start there. We'll be right back on The Ramsey Show. With more frequency than you know, I get calls and emails from people dealing with the recent loss of a spouse or a parent. You can hear the struggle and the heartache they've been experiencing. And at a time they should be grieving, what breaks my heart the most is the strain and tension they're going through because of money, especially when it's a situation that could have been avoided. If you have a family, it is your responsibility to have term life insurance. It is one of the things you do to show you care. And yes, this is an ad for Xander Insurance. But since this is one of the most effective ways I have to get my point across, so be it. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Listen, you need to check out Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. I can't say it enough. Protect your family. It's what you're supposed to do. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm John Deloney, joined with my good friend Jade Warshaw, and we are taking your calls on money and life, 888-825-5225. We're talking money, talking your marriage, your relationships, your mental health, your work, whatever's going on, holler at us, 888-825-5225. And before we get to this video here, don't forget, um, it costs literally nothing. I know times are hard, times are you're, everybody's strapped. Um, that includes me and Jade, where everybody's dealing with this stuff, man. Um, a great way you can support this show, and more importantly than supporting the show, um, we're fine. We pat each other on the back a lot. Really, it's a gift to that single mom with two kids who's sitting at home who's stuck and doesn't know what she's doing, and she's just scrolling YouTube because she finally got a moment of peace after her kids are in bed, or that over-the-road trucker who's just pulled into another rest stop and he's just scrolling through YouTube or listening to podcasts. Your likes, your when you hit the subscribe button, your five-star reviews, it helps kick the show up into the algorithm and makes it available to more people so that they can get the help that they need. And if you've been a beneficiary of that, I'm not asking for your money, I'm asking you just to hit subscribe, just hit, uh, just leave a five-star review and just said, help change my life. And that will get that information in front of more people. It's a great way to support us and more importantly, to support your neighbors. Um, and it didn't cost you anything. All right. So mm. Jade. What's up? Um... James, producer James, sent us a video. Yes, he did. Chad Ochocinco Johnson. Yeah. Uh, former NFL um, wide receiver, did an interview with Shannon Sharp on his Club Shay Shay podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, James is a huge Club Shay Shay podcast fan. <laughs> I, I, that guy talks about that all the time. Um, but we got a couple of videos here. Um, he was speaking some stuff that might sound a little bit wild. He, uh, you know, he was talking about money and what he does with his money, and let's let's let the people let, let's let the people hear it. All right, so here is the part one of the video. Don't try to live a lifestyle you can't afford. Whew. 
And people, they think the cure and the problem, the fix for the problem is, well, give me more money, I'm going to be all right. Well, the more you make, the more you spend. Right. If you have no discipline and no structure. Yes, absolutely. Every time. Yes. Every time. Well, just give me more and more. No, the more you get, the more you're going to spend. And people ain't going to listen because we are caught up in looking a certain way, living a certain way, trying to appease others who don't really care nothing about you. Yeah. Just to say, oh, I got it. Wow. I got it too and I had it for almost 30 years. I done saved, what, 80, 83% of my salary. I don't need validation from nobody on the outside. That's another downfall. In society, we always need validation and acceptance from others. Don't try to live a lifestyle that you know you can't afford. Right. You can't, you can't, you can't do that. Ooh. All right, so you got a pro football player. It said in the, in the, in the copy there, he flew Spirit Airlines instead yeah. of chartering a jet. This guy made millions and millions and millions. Yeah. All right. Um, instead of flying Southwest, I'm flying Spirit, right? Or I mean, fake jewelry, the whole thing. Cause he's like, man, I'm, I, I don't have to tr- prove myself to everybody. I love it. I, I love it. I've been guilty of that. I've been guilty of being in situations where I feel like I have to prove like I belong here. Mm-hmm. And the way to prove I belong is by, you know, having the same, the same bag she has, having the same shoes they have. And if you do that, it's like a status thing, but it's so deeply rooted in insecurity. It really is. Like, that's not, and I, I heard him say on another part of the interview too, like, that's not what gives you your worth. Huh. Like, what you can buy, are you kidding me? Yeah. So I really, I mean, I love that. It makes me think of that scripture. One person pretends to be rich yet has nothing. Hmm. And another pretends to be poor, but has great wealth. Hmm. I mean, what do you want to do? You want to you want to be fake rich or real rich? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I just I I like what he said. And this show is a lot about um, like exact ratios and what's the exact percentage before I do this and the ratio before I do this and this. Yeah. And so I don't want to get caught up in the in the numbers here, but saving eighty percent of his income. Yes, he's extreme. He, well, but he's also making millions and millions. Yeah. And I I have been guilty of the. He was exactly right. Yeah. I've spent my entire career, mm-hmm. my thinking, well, if I just made some more money, then fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what ends up happening is my house has gotten a little bit bigger, my car has gotten a little bit nicer, and I and I realized a few a few jobs ago. This just never stops until I stop it. The I gotta goal, get off the goal the train post keeps moving every single time. See what right? I did there? Yeah, oh, I see what you did there. I'm well sorry. played. Well played. <laughs> so don't try to live a lifestyle you can afford. Yeah. Here's the hard truth of this. It's easy to look at at Ocho Cinco and say, okay, he's worth millions and millions. So what we are saying, and I'll say, you can join me or not. If you make sixty five thousand dollars as a as a teacher, you've chosen a Corolla life. And that is okay. You've chosen a Camry life until yeah, you can like what is it the, the third the third job that's that's a millionaire right? There's engineers and mm-hmm. something else and, Teacher. and teachers yep. right? That's right. Um, on the list, so you can get there absolutely, but you don't get to decide. Well, I I want to have a, an eighty thousand dollars suburban, which no. is used by the way, right? When your take home salary sixty five thousand, like we have to live relative to the job we make instead of trying to live a lifestyle that we can't afford. I mean, I definitely think, yeah, for him, saving 83% of his income looks totally different than, like you said, a teacher, somebody who's making an average salary. It's not the same. I mean, I I don't save 83% of my income. Are you kidding me? Like, you, I'd be wearing a cardboard box right now. So... (laughs) Well, and, and I know there's teachers across the country that just rolled their eyes when I said 65,000. Like, I don't know what teachers make. Uh, not but, that. Yeah. But it's, it's when you, 
let me just say it this way. Stop trying to pretend to live somebody else's life. If you've made the choice to have job X or job Y, or it's the only job you get, that's fantastic. And be so proud of yourself. Be grateful of the contribution you're making and live that lifestyle. Absolutely. Yeah, you've got to, it it points to contentment. Mm -hmm. And again, I feel like we do have to highlight the ratios because it's a lot easier for him to quote, it's easy to say, oh, it's easier for him to live on 20%. He's got millions. But to his point, the the like we said the goalpost is always moving and it's interesting because you're always comparing yourself to what's around you like i was watching something i think it was kevin hart and he was talking about you know if you're on a a, a basketball team or a football team you're hanging out with those guys they're not all making the same money that's right like is a difference between if you're like first string and if you're like i don't know like the sixth man or like over on the <laughs> on the sidelines and we're talking hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars difference right. in pay right. so it's like hey after the game we're we're all going out. Yep. Really? Like you're not doing what the quarterback's doing. And it's the same thing in our our own life. If I go out with a bunch of folks, it's easy to think, hey, we're all here. Mm-hmm. We can all afford the same things. Yep. And you can't. That's right. I mean, how many times you go to dinner with people and it's like, hmm, well, they ordered the steak, I guess. Well, maybe I'll order it too. Like, yep. And you start changing your, your behavior based on who you're around. You go to work, you start looking at the cars in the parking lot. Oh, well, they're well, maybe I need that too. And you start comparing yourself, but you don't know. You don't know their life. You only know your life mm-hmm. and you're the one that's got to sleep at night. That's exactly right. And we often don't understand that somebody's mom passed away and left them a bunch of money okay. or somebody's granddad passed away and left them a house or somebody else is struggling. And that's why they drive that car because they don't care about this de- dumb depreciating a- asset on wheels. They're more interested in saving yeah. college funds. We just make all sorts of stories up about yeah. our, our people in the parking lot next to us. Yeah. Stop. And Stop. I, yeah. I just live your life. Uh, all right, let's go to the second one. Um, he has a part two to this. Um, roll it, James. But everybody's caught up in image and looking a certain way and being rich. It's me. It's pointless. You know how hard it is to live like that all the time consistently and be fly every day. Yeah. Jewelry and listen, eras of rappers. Think about the era before before us. Right. Everybody was flashy, stun, stun. And after ten years, what happens? They ain't flashy, they ain't stun. Oh, no, you, you can't. It's impossible to sustain. Right. It's impossible. Uh I love that he's talking about athletic culture, hip hop culture, because 78% of athletes are losing their wealth within three years. Yeah. And it's because of the culture. More bags, Gucci belts, you know, bottle service, you know, Maseratis, like Bentleys. Like, this is the culture. I'm so glad that somebody's talking about that, telling us that it's not necessary. This is not what's giving us our wealth. Rappers are not the people who tell us how we have to dress, John. Jay-Z don't tell you what car you have I to mean, drive, he, okay, John? He does. He, he texted me the other day and told me I should get some new clothes and so. I am going shopping. Look, if Jay-Z, if Queen B calls me, I'm coming. But I am not <laughs> taking out a 401k to loan to do it, all right? We'll be right back on The Ramsey Show. <laughs>
This is the Ramsey Show, 888-825-5225. I'm John Deloney, joined by Jade Warshaw. We're taking your calls on money and life. Let's go to Tony in Savannah. What's up, T-Money? How we doing? Hey, how are you, sir? Thank you for taking my call. You got it, my brother. What's up? Hey, we have a, a military retirement and a VA retirement. And my wife and I were wondering, we have no debt other than the house. And we're wondering if the VA and the military retirement can be used towards the three to six months of emergency fund. And we can take the rest of the funds, the stocks, the gold, the silver, that stuff, and put it towards our house to pay it off. What do you think? That's an interesting question. I'm going to dig a little bit further. So how much are you getting from the VA? I get um, 15, 17, 1600 right now. Okay. And the other military one? is I get, I think total between both of them is 6850 bucks. That's the total between all of it? 6850 Yeah. Okay. And is there any other income coming in? Oh, yeah. My wife works. I work. Um, probably total, including that, is probably about 150000 a year. Okay. So I would just, honestly, I would treat this just as part of your normal income and walk through the baby steps as though it's part of your normal income. So it sounds like you said you have no other debt. You're working on the three to six months of savings. Is that correct? Well, we have that. Um, the three to, the three months of savings would be about twenty four thousand. Okay, and we have that. You have that. Okay, and then we're thinking about: Can I stop there? Use this money to just go right into the house debt and get it, get rid of it. Well, with the rest of the money. Well, I kind of continue to walk up. So this payout, this sixty eight fifty, that's forever. Correct. Correct. And do you have any other retirement savings be- besides that? Um, wife has a 401k. We yeah. have about $100,000 in, in gold and other things. Okay, yeah. So let's continue to walk up the baby steps. Again, treating all of this as though it's income, like regular income, putting 50, 15% of your household income, including this money, into your 401ks, Roth IRAs, and maxing those out, and then just walking up the baby steps. Um, No kids college to save for? None. Okay, then now we're going to the house. So once you're at 15% of that retirement contribution, then I would start, you know, doing extra towards the house. Does that make sense? Sure. And understanding that, I just want to make sure I'm clear. Mm-hmm. Understanding that the 15% is on top of what I already make, the 6800 because we're counting that as just income towards my, our living. I would. How big are those nest eggs? Um, like I said, we've got about 100000 sitting there. 100000 I mean, yeah, that's not going to... I mean, it's great that you have it. If you If you wanted to keep that separate and just take your normal income and invest that at the 15%, I think that's fine. It's, it doesn't make sense to take it out of an investment and reinvest it. You know what I'm saying? So I would take your right. normal income and do it like that. I would also sell okay, all great. their single stocks, all your gold and silver. Get rid of that crap. Yeah, you don't need that. And put that cash towards your house. I, w- I wouldn't have a problem with that. That's great, John. Perfect. How much Perfect. you have in all that nonsense? Um, probably about 70000 Oh, yeah. What are you, Tony, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you on the house? Um, 230000 Oh, yeah. I like John's idea. Let, let's get 70K liquid as soon as possible. Throw that at the house and uh, bump up your retirement to 15% out of your take-home pay. Man, you're, you're going to be home free in a minute with this house. That's exciting. Right. Okay, can That's I ask you a personal really question? Thinking. But I don't, I'm not putting you on blast on the radio. I just really want to know. Um, 
why why gold and silver like what is that so you you're in the military like you have either seen it with your own eyes or worked with people who have seen it like what happens when it goes down what well, about we were worried about the gold and Go silver makes you feel warm inside it wasn't warm inside it was more of a safety valve we were a little bit worried about um the stocks dropping so far that we just rolled it just so that you had something other than 401ks. So you're saying if there was a major exactly. stock market drop, you just liked knowing that you had something else there. Yeah. I mean, that sounds correct. There's a lot of people that feel that way. John. I get the sentiment. I just, my promise to you is it won't save you if that actually happens. I had a buddy of mine. Okay. Um, he's a, he's a banking guru. And I've told the story a few times that we were, I, I was, dude, I was hammering him. I had a whole list of things like what happens when the market does this and the U S dollar is going to collapse. I was just going after him. I was like this and then this and then this. And he said something that I'll remember for the rest of my life. He said, he realized what I was asking. And what I was asking was, make me feel not anxious, not answer all my math problems. And he finally said, hey, dude, I don't have a meteorite plan. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, dude, I'm putting money in retirement. I paid my house off. And this is a banker. Nothing to do with Dave Ramsey. Uh, he's like, I'm, paying, I'm, I'm taking all of the variables off the table that I can take off, which is I don't owe anybody anything. Um, I've got retirement. And if the entire Wall Street collapses, <laughs> and here's, here's this quote, your neighbor's going to try to shoot you for your water and your gold and silver won't save you. And the way he described, I was like, oh yeah, I'm planning for an imaginary apocalypse. And so it was this, it was, I, was, I was, in a weird way, I was free after that. Mm-hmm. Um, fall, I, I, I get the, I want to have an exit strategy. I want to do all these things. What happens is people tie up $70,000 while every month you're making a payment to make a mortgage company rich. And I'd rather you take care of those variables or take them off the table so that if something collapses, no one can come take your house from you. No one can come take your fill in the blank, your cars from you. Cause you don't own anybody anything on them, um, which is a different proposition than, Hey guys, I got silver bars. You want to trade? Like, man, that's, that's not going to get you very far when somebody wants your water. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you so much for the call, Tony. Um, by the end of today, what you're going to be $160,000 on that mortgage. That'll be awesome. Yeah. No, like 130. He's going to be closer than that. Didn't he say it was 200? I thought he said it was 250. But oh, okay, e- either okay. way, he's making his move, man. Yeah, That's my awesome. guy's about to be debt free, home included. Good That's exciting. Deal, Tony. All right, let's go uh, to William in Chicago. What's up, William? Hey, hey, Don. Thanks for taking my call. Can you hear me well? <laughs> Absolutely, my brother. What's up? Hey, man. Uh, super excited. Uh, again, thank you. Um, really, um, so I purchased a car last year. And just, um, I love the car. I want to keep it, but uh, um, this was before me reading Rachel's book and and getting into Dave. Um, So now I'm kind of wondering at what point is it worth to keep it? Um, I mean, I I think I can, I think if things go well, just like it did last year, I think I can get it paid off within 12 months, but it is really a toy car. How much is it worth? Yeah. Um, so it, it's worth about 80. I dropped about, uh, 40 for a down payment. So what's the monthly payment on it? Um, it's seven, um, 700, but, Ooh. um, I'm, I'm right now I'm paying a thousand a month. And then, um, I, I, I mean, I have the money I have, 
I have money in, in savings that I can pay it off completely, but that would kind of leave me with just a little bit of... Um, How much do you make? Um, What's your salary? Um, so we do sales, right? So, I mean, I've, I've averaged over 100. Uh, last year, me and the wife brought in, uh, I'd say about 250. How many cars do you have? Uh, I got, the wife has their own car. I got my car. Um, they're both about fairly new, I would say. So between the three cars, what are they all worth combined? Um, all combined, they're probably they're worth about a hundred. Okay. So the way we teach is we wouldn't want you to have more than half of your annual income tied up in, in cars. My thing is, if you've got the money to pay this off, if this is your only debt, you've got the money to pay it off, why not just pay it off and be free of it? If you're going to pay it off in 12 months, I'm fine with that. It sounds like it's not killing you. You're just like, mm, should I, should I not? If you can pay it off, pay it off. If, if You know, baby step to it. If you don't want to do that, pay it off in a year, get rid of it. And just remember that rule of thumb, no more than 50% of things uh, going down in value should be more than 50% of your take-home pay annually. This is The Ramsey Show. Triple eight eight two five five two two five. Listen, this is a super exciting day. I get to announce something I'm jazzed about. Our money and marriage event is back, but it's going to be wilder than ever before. Today, I get to announce the money and marriage getaway. Join Rachel Cruz and me and several others right here in Nashville for a weekend long getaway in October. That will have you and your spouse feeling more aligned and connected than ever before. The Money Marriage Getaway is designed for you and your spouse to disconnect from everyday life and the anxiety and the stress and the worry and all that mayhem and focus on your marriage. I'm hearing all over the country marriages are hanging on by a thread. This is for you. Listen, it's Valentine's, and right now you're overflowing with love for your spouse. Oh, gross. And thinking about the romantic night that you two have planned. (laughs) Or some of you are like, oh, crap, it's Valentine's Day. That kind of connection with your spouse shouldn't happen just once or twice a year for some manufactured holiday. As part of the getaway, you're going to get a fun date night experience, time set aside to reflect and grow together, and plenty of encouragement and ideas from me and Rachel Cruz that will help the two of you stay on the same page about your money, your marriage, sex and intimacy, all of it. We're going there, and it's going to be fantastic. Plus, we're super excited to meet you in Nashville in person. Here's the thing. It's expensive. It's an intimate three-day event. The ticket prices start at $699, That's good. I know. I was going to say it's expensive, but it's actually no, not right when I said it. No, that's three nights. Yeah. Come on, John. So if you're in baby step two, this event isn't for you this year. Head to RamseySolutions.com slash events to get more info and save your spot. It's going to sell out and it's going to sell out quick. 
Um, Nashville's a fun place to be, and we're going to have all kinds of fun things planned for you over the course of a weekend, mm-hmm. um, and we are really looking forward to it. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash events to get more info and save your spot. Some of you are going to stop by you know, the grocery store on the way home to pick up some flowers. Don't. Buy your wife a weekend getaway marriage retreat in Nashville. Okay, phew. I was like, what are you saying, John? That's a good move. So last <laughs> night, hey, listen, Jade, last night I'm walking into my house and I was sitting in the car. Uh, I got home and I was putting my stuff away and I was scrolling one last time. I was going to check my email, check my Instagram before I went in. <laughs> one last scroll. And my wife had, I know, <laughs> the, the thing's one last scroll, but my wife had sent me a DM, it was a poem from yeah. Mary Oliver and it was it was a long poem, but it just started with, I don't want your flowers. And it was like, I, I want this, I want this, I want this. I don't want your flowers. And I walked in the front door and I'm reading this thing, carrying a bouquet of, oh. of flowers. And I just handed it to my wife and I was like, sorry, I just got your message. And she started laughing. It was fun. That is funny. I like flowers. My husband gets me flowers. Look, I came home, there was flowers. See. And, and, and I said to Sam, I was like, I've never gotten a box of chocolates mm-hmm. for Valentine's Day. I always saw it on TV. I, I, I always got like, I don't know, teddy bears or a nice dinner. I just wanted a box of chocolate. I wanted like the, just like the sappy, just this is what Valentine's Day. I was like, I want roses and I want a box of chocolates. And he got you? That's what I got. He got them all the way from Oregon. Box of chocolates. That guy knows what's up. Delicious. Way to go, man. Um, I'm getting my wife <laughs> a, uh, a one person ticket to the money marriage <laughs> event. She can just sit in the audience and listen to her husband lecture other people on how they should be married. That's That'll, hilarious. She'll love that. Love oh, gosh. That. All right, let's go to Jennifer in Los Angeles. What is <laughs> up, Jennifer? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, what's up? Thanks what's for calling. On? What's happening? Uh, so I always have a question. Uh, my husband and I always wonder, how much should we be budgeting for fun money every month? Is there like a ratio or percentage? Did my wife tell you to call? <laughs> no, That's but sounds funny. like we should connect. Probably. No, you should. I should keep you all two apart. Jade, what, what's, what's the uh, rule of thumb here? Well, let me guess, Jennifer. You're the spender in the relationship. We are both really frugal, actually. That's why okay. that's where this question's coming from. <laughs> you know, I, I don't really play this by ratio, per se, or like percentage. I kind of take it a case-by-case basis and look at what's going on. Are you guys in debt? Like, tell me a little bit more about your financials, if you will. Uh, so we, our only debt is our mortgage. We own about 500000 on our house. Okay. Um, it's worth about 1.2, 1.3. Um, and, uh, no, we both work. I am an assistant to a financial advisor and my husband is a pharmacist. We have a one-year-old daughter. Good deal. Um, so when you're doing your budget and you've got Mm -hmm. margin left over right now, what are you doing with that money? You're putting some in savings, you're investing, like, are you on baby step four at this point, investing the 15%? Uh, Wait, um, 15% into retirement? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so we each have 15, 15% going to our 401k. Sweet. Um, and after that, we have a few thousand dollars every month, but we don't really pay off the house with it. We kind of just put it into a joint account, and I invest it every once in a while. So here's the thing. When it comes to the first couple of baby steps, those are all about being super 
intense, right? It's like, we're not going to restaurants. We're not going out to eat. We're not going on trips. It's like that. But once you get to the Mm -hmm. final baby steps, four, five, and six, it's more about being intentional. I do think that you should be putting money towards paying off your house. But I also think y'all need to have fun. You guys have worked hard. Everything's going well. You do need to budget for fun. I'm not going to tell you, and that must be $300. I'm not going to make that choice for you. But I do think that it's important that you have a little bit of money um, that you do things with and that your husband has a little bit of money that he does things with and that you both have things that you do together. Um, And you can call it fun money. You can call it, you know, Jennifer's money. What's your husband's name? Uh, John. John can have his line item. John's $100, Jennifer's $100. And, you know, I think that if you plan for it, you will feel better about spending it. I have found that with frugal people, it's like, uh, I'm just like, can I honestly go to Target and spend like, I don't know, $200? If it's on the budget and you're following the plan, you're handling business, yes. The answer is yes, you can. There's three things you can do with money. You can give it, you can save it, and you can spend it. And a lot of times when we're very frugal, we, come on, John, talk about spending, because I I know that you got the the tight purse strings. I spend spend too much, actually. Here's what's helped us in our house, Jennifer, is instead of having a fun money line, um, I will say I would like to buy another guitar. Like it's an actual purchase that we head toward. My wife will actually ask me, um, I'm assuming you're going to go hang out with some friends this month because you're you need to stop being so lonely and you need to go out and have some friends. How many times are you going to go out? Um, and how much do you want me? How much do you want me to put in that line? So sometimes fun right. money for planners is too amorphous, but put it towards a thing. When y'all sit down and do your budget every month and you look at your calendar and match schedules. Hey, you're going to go out with some of the people from the pharmacy once a, a week. Um, how much do you want me to put in that line? And that's different than fun money because fun money at the end of the month is easy to, if you're super frugal, it's easy just to put into a a, a retirement account and you're going to wake up and be 65 and realize you haven't lived your life yet. And so plan for some of these things. I'm going to buy a book once a month. I'm going to go have lunch with my girlfriends once a month. Like whatever the thing is, make it about specific items instead of just this slush fund. Um, And for uh, the, the... for me, I like having a slush fund. It makes me feel happy inside. <laughs> I do too. I like that on the budget, it says Jade's, and it does say fun money. It says Jade's fun money. And I could take that money out in cash. I don't have to answer nobody's questions about it, John. <laughs> I, I, I come back with things and Sam is like, hey, what's that? I'm like, it's my fun money. It's okay. It's my fun money. <laughs> John, what's the next guitar on your list to buy? Mine, dude, I'm struggling, man. I really want a Flying V bad, but I also... <laughs> I want another one. I want another one, Ben. Don't judge. And I also really, really want a uh, Gibson Firebird and one of uh, Sam's Paul Reese Smiths. I just love that Sam is out there like shaking his head at the Flying V and shaking his head yes at the PRS. (laughs) There's only a few people who can hang with the Flying Vs, man. One day. One day, James. Hey, that's uh, first hour in the books here on The Ramsey Show. Take care of one another, take care of your money, and we'll see you soon next hour.
Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.